1 John chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. My little children, these things I write unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteousness. For he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. That's all we're reading and hearing today. More in that than I can ever preach out. My little children. And uh, so you pray for us for just a little while. thought is Juanita and Dawn did such a good job yesterday on the on the Saturday school lesson and Dawn was talking and this thought came to me this scripture came to me my little children now <clears throat> my last name is Strange I've got a sister we're the children of JD and Patsy Strange Marty is the child of Miss Costner Mr. Costner Ronnie is his mom and dad's child. He's got a sister and I think a couple of brothers. And I saw Ronnie, I'm just going to talk for a minute. I saw Ronnie's brother at the funeral home not long ago and he kind of favored Ronnie. And, and you know, that's how it happens with us. When we're born to, to parents, we take on their characteristics and things of that nature, their mannerisms, the way they look, the way they walk, the way they talk. I'm glad to be one of his. Amen. Little children, preacher, you're old and you're gray, and I'm still living. Marty, I'm assuming he's close to 70, but I'm sure if you ask Marty, He'd tell you he's just one of God's little children. We don't get to be big. When we get to be big, we're in trouble. It's good to be one of God's little children. I hope I can take on his characteristics. I hope I, that my life, that when you look at it, the way that I walk, the way that I talk, the, the mannerisms that I have, the compassion that I show, that, I, that you can see without me wearing a t-shirt or having a, having a license plate or whatever, that I'm one of his little children. Yeah. I want to be more like him every day, don't you? In this world today, we're in trouble, folks. And if we ever, had if we ever showed compassion toward one another, it needs to be now. Because we've got people that are hungry. We got, and let me just expound on that for just a minute. I'm not just talking about needing something to eat naturally. I'm not just talking about vegetables and meat that we put a meal together and we eat. Yes, we've got people that are hungry right now. But we've got people that are spiritually hungry right now. Even God's children, it may have been a day or two since you felt his spirit pass by and you just needed a blessing. You just needed to feel him wrap his arms around you. And I want to say this. I believe the Bible says, Psalm 46, verse 1, God is a very present help in time of trouble. He said he'd never leave us, he'd never forsake us. And I know I quote that often, but it's special to me. 
I want to tell you why. I've seen, I work with kids every day. That's my job. I'm a school teacher. I've seen kids that don't even know who their father is. They've never met him. They couldn't tell you who his name was or anything like that. And I, I appreciate my mom and dad more every day for the raises that they gave me. But I'm glad I've got a heavenly father that will never leave me. He'll never. <laughs> he'll never forsake me, but he'll go with me all the way, even to the end of the world. I'm glad when I'm down and when I'm low, I can feel him wrap his arms around me and say, it's all right, son. I'm still with you. I still love you. You're still mine. Aren't you glad? I know we have different denominations that believe different things. Baptist doctor teaches me that salvation is eternal and I will always be one of his little children. All right. My little children. Now listen. I've not always pleased the Lord. And you can very well make the same statement, I'm sure. Dad used to tell me He'd get me by the arm because I was a runner. He'd get me by the arm. And when it came time for reprimand, when it came time for spanking, preacher, were you spanked? Well, yeah, I was. It didn't hurt me any. Dad never, I, now listen, Dad didn't beat me. He never one time raised his fist to me. He never one time raised an open hand to me to slap me or anything of that nature. But when I needed discipline, he gave it to me. And he'd make this statement. He'd say, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. And I would aggravate with him and, and joke with him as I got older. I'd say, I just never did believe that statement. But I'm here to tell you today, as a father, I understand what he was saying. It hurt him because he had to discipline me. It hurt him because I didn't do what he asked me to do. It hurt him because I had let him down and disappointed him. And I know my heavenly father, I've hurt him. I've brought tears to his eyes because I didn't do what he'd have me to do. Because times he'd asked me to do something, to sing a song, or he'd asked me to, to speak or, or testify of his goodness. He'd asked me to say a few words or to witness for him, folks. This is the day God has opened the door that we don't have to see you. You regret. You have remorse because you can't be within the doors of the church. God provided us an opportunity to take the church out into the world and be a witness. People are hurting. They need hope. They need help. And it's through Christ. And we know it personally. And we can highly recommend our Father. Oh. My little children, I belong to him. I wouldn't dare think of um, getting hold of Ethan and correcting him because he's not my child. He belongs to Ronnie and Don. And whenever he needs correction, I'm sure they correct him. I belong to the Heavenly Father. And whenever I need correction, he gives it to me. The Bible says, without chastisement. Oh, it says this. Our earthly fathers chastised us, and we reverence them 
How much more should we reverence the Heavenly Father that through His chastisement, holiness should come, that we should be more like Him? Oh, it says without chastisement. Have you ever seen that? And I'm just going to talk frankly with you for a minute. Have you ever seen children that were never corrected? I've seen many and many of children experienced with them, worked with them. Have you ever seen children that were never told no? Have you ever seen children that were never corrected? And later in life, guess what happened? Trouble came because they didn't receive discipline as a small child. They were unable to discipline themselves as adults. That's what God is for, folks. Our Heavenly Father is to correct us and to lead us and guide us into all truths, all paths of truths and righteousness for His name's sake. I'm here to tell you today, I'm glad there were times that I went through trouble. There were times that I questioned why. But when I trusted the Lord, He brought out and made each trial a blessing because that's what my Father can do. I'm one of His little children. Oh, we read about the shepherd and the sheep. The Bible said the shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. He sent Jesus down to die for you and I so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. The scripture I read in your ear today, my little children, these things I write unto you that ye see it not. He doesn't want us to go against his will. He doesn't want us to do things that will harm us, that will get us into trouble. But if and when we do, we have an advocate with the Father. Jesus Christ, the righteousness. Oh, let me preach this to you. Oh, whenever we make a mistake, whenever we are sinners lost and undone without the Lord, whenever we're on our way to hell, Jesus stepped in and said, I'll take their punishment. I'll stand instead for them. I'll go to Calvary and I'll pay the price for their sin so that they can be one of your little children. My little children, oh, these things I write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. I've been listening to a song, and if the good Lord will help me, I'll sing it to you one day. But it goes along this line. It says, my father has a great big family, and there are many children besides me he and i but it goes on to say i never feel like i ever have to stand in line aren't you glad that our father because we're his little children if marty is in trouble if i'm in trouble i don't have to wait until marty's problem is solved the lord can speak and solve them both at the same time he loves us all just alike he don't have any favorites but he loves every one of us and he's able to wrap his arms around the whole family. Aren't you glad to be one of his little children? Amen. Oh. My little children. Oh. It says in the Bible that they were bringing the children to Jesus. I guess Don mentioned this yesterday and Jesus said suffer the little children to come unto me for such is the kingdom of heaven you know what a child does now we talked about having the father's characteristics about walking like him talking like him acting like him you know what a child does I've seen children little bitty children 
They'll have a spat. They'll have a quarrel. They'll get angry. They may even strike one another. And you may say a few words to them, but you let them long, go long enough, they'll be right back together again playing, loving each other like nothing ever happened. Oh, if we could be more like God's little children. Amen. A lot of times we as adults stub up, we get angry, we get bitter, and we hold a grudge for the rest of our natural days. Never are happy, never do enjoy the salvation that the Lord gave us because we can't let go. Life is too short. Let's love one another like brothers and sisters ought to and praise God that we're His little children. Or if you don't come as humble as a little child, God don't want you for your money. God doesn't want you for your name. It's the name of Jesus that matters anyway. It's not mine that makes any difference. Mine's of no significance whatsoever. It's all about him. Oh, he doesn't want you because you own a lot of property, because in effect he owns it all anyway. He created it. Oh, let me tell you why he wants you to be his child. Because he loves you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now I mentioned the song a minute ago, he loves me like I was his only child. Let me tell you what he had his only child do. He loved you so much. He had his only child come into this world to be rejected. He loved you so much that he had his only child come in here to be spat upon, come in here to be smoked, come, come, come to this earth to be beaten, to be mocked, to be crucified. Oh, he expected his only child to be obedient even unto death, the death of the cross, and therefore he has highly exalted him. I believe he's so. I know he is because I read it in this book whenever John baptized Jesus in Jordan because Christ was obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. They heard a voice from heaven to see a different form of a dove and say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Oh, to be one of his little children and hear him say, well done. You've been faithful over a few things. It ran to the joy of the Lord. I'm glad on the oh preacher. When I hear him call my name, whatever he says it is, you don't have to wait till you get the glory to hear him speak. He speaks in a still small voice, we are told. One that dispels all fear. How do you hear him, preacher? He speaks through his word to us. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Oh, he speaks to our hearts. If we'll quit being stubborn and humble ourselves on a little child, he'll tell us exactly what we need to do. Yes. We're all tore up, aren't we? We're all confused. We're all upset and concerned, afraid we'll catch this virus. Folks, I belong to my father. Let me tell you, let me tell you what he did to one of his little children. There was a day when men came before the Lord and Satan came also. 
And the Lord was so pleased with one of his little children. He said, Have you considered my servant Job, a perfect and upright man with the shoe of God and feareth evil? Oh, and you know the story of Job. And one day he lost his family. He lost his servants. He lost his cattle. Lost everything that he had. And still, he said, I'm his child. Job had some trials. You think we're out at rough? Read what Job had to endure. Job had some trials. And in all that he lost, he still said, I'm his. I belong to God. I'm his little child. Now let's go on. Satan came back, didn't he? He said, you let me touch his body. He'll curse you. Now we've all been like Peter one time or another, haven't we? We've all denied him. Job didn't deny him. Who are you going to be? Which one of his children are you going to be? Oh, we know what happened to Job. You ever had a boil? I had one years ago one time. It's the hurtness, most, one of the most painful things I've ever had to endure. Job had them all over his body, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. And when his friends saw him, he was sitting down in the middle of a dusty road, covered in dust, and they didn't even know who he was. They sat down with him and stayed there for seven days and nobody spoke a word until Job spoke up. We read where Job's wife went to him. She looked around at all the misery and destruction that had happened in their lives and said, why don't you just curse God and die? Even his wife began to question why. Oh, but Job said, Thou talkest as one of the foolish women. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If I get this virus, and if I be laying out fire in the graveyard somewhere, just know this, I've lived enough life to say I've been blessed, and I'm still glad I'm one of his. The book of Job is a lengthy book, 42 chapters. In the book, his friends question if he sinned. They say, surely this wouldn't come upon you if you were pure of heart. It goes on. Job curses the day he had been born, but he don't ever curse the Lord. And the Bible says in the 42nd chapter that Job's 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 progress, Job's life was turned. His captivity was turned when he prayed for his friends. I can't go to work, oh Lord. I can't go to my restaurant need, oh Lord. I know there are folks watching this broadcast. They're paralyzed. I know there are folks that are watching this broadcast. Their health won't allow them to walk. They can't, they have heart issues. Folks, I'm telling you today, we're still blessed. And even if you're in that shape and you're one of God's little children, you're blessed. Let everything and have breath, praise the Lord. Amen. I can't tell you what's going to happen between now and next Sunday. I know we're going to try to have an outdoor service. 
And I want you to call everybody you know and tell them we're having church at Dutch Bob's. Well, preacher will be in her cars. That's all right. I can praise him in my car. I can praise him on my lawnmower. I can praise him going down the road. I can praise him in my bedroom. I can praise him at the garage. I can praise him because I'm one of his little children. I don't know. The Lord may come back between now and then, but if he don't, and if he'll allow me to, I'm going to preach to you all praise the Lord because that's what he's given me. Now, I don't know what I have between now and then, but that's what I want to do. I just want to praise him. Don't you? Oh, because he's been so good to me. He's not an absentee father. I'm one of his little children. I'm proud to say he's my father. I've never cried to him that he didn't have the answer. I've never had a need that he didn't meet. I've never lacked for a place to sleep. You know what David said? I once was young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. Oh, my goal with this is to make sure that you're fed spiritually. I want to give you something from heaven that the Lord will help you to have a little strength and courage for the journey because he doesn't want his children to sit down and to be lifeless and listless. He can send his son that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Let's go out into all the world teaching them whatever he's commanded. I'm telling you today, it's time we let the world know who we belong to. My little children. Let me close. Well, preacher, my life's in such a mess. Yeah, I remember the day that I got saved. I remember how good that felt. But you just don't know what all I've been into. That's right. And I don't have to know. God already does. Let me tell you this little anecdote. I was probably 18 or 19, and I borrowed my dad's car to go see a little girl. I had to go down 411, it had rained, and that was before they had the nice new road through there. If you remember, there's a curve in that road, it's pretty sharp. The road was wet, and I was going a little faster than I needed to go, and I turned that car completely around in the road. All the way around. I never left the pavement, but I turned it all the way around in the road. I was by myself, and I thought, I'll not say nothing about that. Well, come to find out just two or three months later, Dad knew. I don't know how he knew, but he knew. Your father already knows. And I want you to know this. Don't you think the prodigal's father, Don mentioned it, just yesterday, don't you think the prodigal's father already knew? He already knew that that boy had wasted everything he'd given him. He already knew what a shape that it was in. It didn't matter. It didn't matter for you either. The father's just waiting to wrap his arms around you again. It don't matter how nasty you got. 
It don't matter about the filth of sin that you've got on your life. The Father loves you. You're his. You belong to him. You're one of his little children. Why don't you call on his name? Today is the day of salvation. Now is the time. If you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Oh, to be in his presence is worth it all. Preacher, I, when we get to heaven, I'm going to shout all over it. I'm going to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Why are you waiting? Why not do it now? It's good. And it's good to be one of his little children. Amen. We're so afraid somebody will see us. What will so-and-so think of us at work? What will so-and-so think of us that's our friend or our neighbor? They better think that we belong to him and we're one of his children. I don't want anybody to be surprised. Do you? I don't want anybody to be surprised to know that I claim to be a Christian. I want them to know by the way I walk, by the way I talk, by the way I look, by the way I sound. Well, preacher, I don't look like a Christian. That's okay. You can still be one. All you got to do is ask and you shall receive. They don't all look like me, but that's all right. I've got one natural sibling. She's a girl. She don't dress like me. She don't look like me. And she's probably thanking the Lord for that. Oh, but I can tell you this. We say some of the same things. We act the same way. There are certain characteristics, physical characteristics, you can see that we're the same. I don't want you to be surprised that I'm a Christian. I want you to know it by the way I walk, by the way I talk, by the way I look. Oh, by the way I love. Because that's what it's about, folks. It's not about being a Baptist. It's not about being the Church of God. It's not about being Presbyterian or Methodist. It's about being Christian. They were first called Christians. At Antioch, I believe is what the scripture says. I hope you can still call us that. Because we're going to show our true colors here. We're going to show our true colors. And I don't know when we'll get to all be back together in the building. We will at some point, I'm sure. But I want to keep you safe. And it's not worth, worth me pleasing my flesh for you to see. I want to keep you safe. Next, next Sunday will be an hour earlier. We're still going to be on Facebook. It might look a little different. I'm sure it will. It'll be outside. There'll be a little more noise. Hopefully a lot more bodies. And I hope the parking lot is full. Because I believe our people miss each other. I believe they want to be together. And I want to be together with you. But I, I've often said this, I want you to leave church feeling better than you did when you got here. 
So if that takes being outside, being in our cars, feeling the presence of the Lord, and when we leave, you feel better than you did when you got here, that's what I want. I don't want you to get sick. So let's just stay together. Let's pray together. Let's come ready to worship. And let's do our best to please the Lord. And when the service is over, let's not forget what we're supposed to be. They call us Christians. So when the service is over, let's make sure people recognize us on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I got a first cousin. His name is Dennis. He pastors up at Manny's Chapel. A lot of people will call me Dennis. They think I'm him if they don't know him that well. <coughs> and we have a lot of characteristics. Even Marvin is a distant cousin that goes here at Dutch Bottoms. We have a lot of the same characteristics. I hope I look like some of the Christians that I've followed. I hope I look like some of the preachers that I have followed. I hope you look like some of the saints of God that you've reverenced and loved along life's way so that when people see me and you, they'll say, there goes one of his little children. That, that person must be a Christian. They look too much like, they act too much like one. Right now, I mentioned Peter earlier. You know, Peter denied the Lord. But you know what the little maid said? Well, your speech, it doth betray you. He couldn't hide it. Right. You may have been saved somewhere a long time ago and not said much about it. Didn't come out. You'll let the world know for with a heart may believe that righteous with the mouth confessed is made unto salvation. I believe in sharing what God's done for you. I believe in bragging a little bit. You know, they say kids, when they're small, they tell my daddy can do this, my daddy can do that. There's nothing about can do. But with God, all things are possible. Most of you know. Debbie's the one that, that, uh, that takes care of our Facebook page. She records this every time. Her parents are in shape now. Their memories are failing them. My, my dad's in the shape. His memory's not what it used to be. Sometimes I'm his brother. My sister is his, his sister. My mother's his mother. And the man that I used to know, that I looked up to, that I felt like was really intelligent, that I felt like would help me with everything, he can't. That's my natural dad. And I'll always love him and reference him. I'll always be proud of him. But my Heavenly Father has not lost one bit of strength. My Heavenly Father still eats her what I call. My Heavenly Father still supplies my every need. My Heavenly Father is with me day after day, year after year. From the time I was eight year old, I'll be four, 54 in July. And if I live to be 94, he'll still be by my side every day. Oh, I'm so glad to be one of his little children. Amen. Amen. All right. I love you.
He's waiting to hear from you. He'd like to talk to you. Oh, you don't, you don't need to be right here. You can just fall down right where you're at. Call on the Lord. All oh, the things he'd tell you. All the love he'd give you if you'd call on his name. Oh, why don't you talk to a preacher? It's been so long. That's your fault. It's not his. He's been waiting all this time just to hear your voice. Why don't you call on him? Why don't you talk to him? You full of regret? He's nigh to them that are of a broken heart. And we'll save such as be of a contrite spirit. We've got a good friend. Her name is Angie Sutton. <clears throat> she used to sing a song, My Lord is only a whisper away. That's how close your father is. Just a whisper. Some of you may have already, you may have already put your 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 natural parents in the ground, but your heavenly father is just a whisper away. Why don't you talk to him? Why don't you come?